gonna be weird yes hi i'm amy and i'm chris and, and we're, we're sonosphere you're listening to wyxr 91.7 on your fm dial smile at the past when i see it Sometimes shit seem out of reach, but when it do, I look down. See the glass on the ring, you look close, you could really see your past on repeat. Tracing every step back like I'm dragging my feet. You should get to know me. The devil dance, lean back in my seat. She blow a kiss and hit the side of my cheek. I wipe it off. Lipstick probably still on my skin. I'm just a victim in this world full of sin. My mother trying to keep me safe. Mama trying to keep me safe when I was eating from your beak. I knew I'd grow to fly away on my own. Always told me stay away from the stove You lit the fire just to heat up the calm Now I'm wrong You are tuned in to Sonosphere Right here on WYXR 91.7 And on the web at WYXR.org Today is the last Monday of the month And on this special Sonic Tonic We will be talking with C Major Local hip-hop artist and musician, composer, calls himself an instrument, and you will hear our conversation, and you'll hear about um, the songs that he chose to share with us today, and why he decided to share them. So this is going to be fun, so stay tuned here to Sonosphere. This is Mount Kimby and King Cruel, so stay tuned to Sonic Tonic right here on Sonosphere with C Major on WYXR. of time call a little trace of slime it's not here to appear for the tears the mere hatred that flows through the years the silent calm wash violent charm held in the depths of a tyrant's palm expect the eye to lay by his side and bear with the sight of just an upper man's mind I must mistake the high Cool these breaks, these stakes will lie I was not born to be taught I was born to be exposed in a storm and held warm In the hot heat of a mother Sat by the feet of your lover Beat down the seed of one another I dug through these graves to uncover A pile of bones mixed with violent tones Forced through the earth with these silent drones I'll see through time invading the mimes I'll breathe in time on the guy's side
trust these snakes to die They hold the weight to your trains to climb Walk the ladder, made from the ladder Made even sadder, but you born to an atom I'm on the depth of a bridge You took your time to plot the city The seed of hate, the plates you played So bear witness to the state of the states Wander the body of song Ride you strong Across this club Pinnacle of cross See these hands See what they crave to be done
XR. 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 You're locked into 91.7 FM WYXR Memphis. Yeah, uh, so I'm C Major. I'm a music producer, engineer, um, amongst a bunch of other things, uh, musician, drummer. I like to call myself an instrument more so than an artist. I think of myself as uh, more of a uh, of an instrument to art. It's a weird kind of thing that I have. Um, but yeah, uh, well, first of all, I'm from Memphis, uh, from the north side of Memphis, North Memphis, as they call it. Born and raised, been here my whole life. Uh, I love the city. How I got here is um, not a funny story and not like a pretty uncommon story, but it's funny to me. Um, I always thought I was going to be a basketball player when I grew up. My dad's a basketball coach. My granddad's a basketball coach. Both my uncles uh, played pro basketball. Um, I just have a good family lineage of, of just good athletes <laughs> and very rich basketball history. Um and so, and I was pretty good growing up as well. I was, I played in middle school, I played in elementary school. I, you didn't have to try out in elementary school, you just kind of make the team. Uh, middle school, I made the team. Um, and then in high school, I got to White Station. And if you're not from Memphis, um, White Station is probably one of the most uh, uh, talented basketball schools in the city. <laughs> uh, they're pretty, it's, it's almost like college, especially when I was there. I um, graduated in 09, so that was like a big year for us uh we had some pretty big basketball players there but um but yeah so long story short uh i tried out for the basketball team for three years in a row didn't make it <laughs> didn't make it <laughs> didn't make it um at all uh, those two years i was pretty good i just wasn't good enough but that whole time from uh elementary school to high school i was in band um and i i played i was a professionist i played professionally And I was really good at that. I was amazing at that. Um, and I kind of, by the third time I tried out, I kind of had to like understand why I was so good at music versus um, basketball. It was, it was really because I was, it wasn't because I was bad at basketball. It was because I was much more passionate about music than I was about basketball. Um, I would wake up in the morning and then and instead of going outside and dribbling a ball, I would, you know, practice rudiments or make a beat on the keyboard or practice scales or whatever. But that that wasn't even practice to me. That's just what I enjoyed doing. Um, versus basketball to me was something I was chasing because of my family's lineage. And nobody was pressuring me. I just thought that's what I wanted because that's what my family did. Um, but once but once I realized that I was truly passionate about music. And then also, that was an interesting time, too, because at that time, that, that was like the early 2000s. And so at that time, producers were really um, coming out of the shadows and the background of music and into the forefront. And so at that same time, I'm seeing that I can actually make this a career. Like, this can, this isn't just a, a dream. Like, people are making money doing this thing that I just, you know, most people are telling me it's a hobby and it's cool. Um, and so those two things paired up and kind of let me know, hey, I can pursue this. And so I was actually blessed that at an early age, I was able to uh, understand what I wanted, try something, 
fail at it and then understand that I was super passionate about something else and, and actually really talented in something else. And so, yeah, from that point on, um, I looked at music not as a hobby, um, but, as, but as a career as well. It was something I enjoyed doing, of course, but I also looked at it like I can make a living off of it. Um, and ironically, not too long after I kind of made that decision, um, I got an opportunity to be Project Pets, uh, one of his lead engineers for Asian City. And if anybody from Memphis, Project Pets is a legend. At that time, he was, he's still now, but at that time, he's a staple in my life. <laughs> and it was, it was kind of a, a crazy situation. Uh, but yeah, my senior year of high school and to college and still to today. Oh, definitely. I had the Project Pat and, and Juicy J. I had all the yeah. <laughs> albums in the 2000s yeah. for sure. And I was a basketball player at Bolton. And there's a uh, there's kind of a rhythm to basketball. And you mentioned percussion, you know, so I think yeah. you kind of had, you know, your family with the basketball background and that rhythm that you can that you have to have with dribbling is kind of, I think, translates. So yeah. that makes sense yeah. to me. <laughs> Man, that's a that's a great correlation. I never thought about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, anyway, so I guess kind of moving forward, you know, that's really cool. You got to work with Project Pat, but like, you know, I met you when you were working with James and I make Mad Beats and um, that whole unapologetic crew. So, and I know that y'all are well known now, you know, with the Grizzlies and everything. So I don't know if you want to go into kind of your uh, work and with them and then to today. So yeah, that's. So I, I like to think of that as like the real beginning. It's it's it probably chronologically, technically, would be like the second stage in, in my career mm -hmm. as a uh, as a as a musician or a producer. Um, but that was really the beginning for me of uh, understanding what it took to get to where I wanted. Um, and so, yeah, Unapologetic is a, a for those that don't know, it's a huge creative company. It's a lot of us, uh, not huge, it's a, in, in comparison to some other companies, it's, it's a small company, but it's a lot of us. It, it started very small, but now we kind of expanded now. Um, and we do a whole lot of different things. But at the core of Unapologetic, there are pretty much three producers and artists, and we all are really good at music, and we're good at adapting and doing other things. But music is, is the is the main thing um, and yeah so I, I linked up with those guys i uh, i made um i make that beats through one of my good friends he's really a big brother i more than a friend he's kind of my big brother a guy named marco alexander who's a pretty dope singer in the city um but i just remember and i think this i was in college i was about to go to college around this time um but i just remember he was recording with mad and he would be he would be telling me like stories of like the studio and all the stuff, all the gear he had. At this time, I'm like a full nerd and music. Like I know all the gear. I know um, uh, what what people are doing, techniques and stuff like that. So I'm in my nerd phase. And so Marco was telling me about this guy who had this studio with all of this crazy gear. And I'm like, oh, nobody in Memphis has this stuff. And, and, and especially at this time, Memphis is, at this time, I'm thinking I'm going to have to move to Atlanta to really do what I want to do. Uh, Memphis as a, as a hip hop rap uh, um, city it just wasn't it. They, what I wanted to do wasn't really perfect here. Um, 
And so the stuff that he was telling me about, I was like, bro, there's nobody here that's doing it. I just was like, bro, you're lying. Like, I don't believe. He, one day he's just like, yo, you think I'm lying? I'll come to the studio with me. I'm going to show you. I'm going to introduce you to man and we'll see what happens with man. And he's like, yo, make sure you're on time. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so I, uh, I pull up early uh, to the studio. Um, and I walk in, and that was my first experience of unapologetic. That's my first experience of uh, old studio that, that no longer uh, well, it still exists. It just exists in a different uh, dirty side studio, which I'm pretty sure you you yep. been through. I, I remember, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So uh, that was my first time in dirty socks. Um, I got to sit in on a session uh, with him mixing uh, my first song, and I remember mad this, and I sat the whole session quiet as a church mouse like i'm super i'm not trying to knock over anything i'm just looking around and amazing and i'm studying because at, at this time i had been self-taught pretty much everything i had some uh, a few people teach me um i had a really good mentor at D-Labs who taught me um a lot of stuff up, there, up until that point but at this time i'm searching for knowledge to get better at mixing to get better at producing um and so long story short i just kind of sat back and uh and just really watched what he was doing super quiet and just kind of like taking notes and tips and um before i left the session um i think mad asked me i'm not sure if it's the same session i might even came back i, I might not even say that in a mad that first time i think i might have came back and mad turned around and i was like yo play me some beats <laughs> and i played some stuff and this i tell mad this all the time this moment is might have been one of the most career changing or life changing moments to me. I played him um, some beats, and I knew I was pretty good. But a lot of these, a lot of a lot of the things I would do, I was doing. I was in my room by myself. I didn't have like a team around me. Um, I had a few rappers I would send beats to. Um, they, they were, you know, they were like myself or whatever. But I didn't have a lot of feedback or constructive criticism. So I played him about five beats, five of my best beats at the time. Um, and he he turned around and said. After after I get that like, he's like, good. Like, the mix is trash, <laughs> and I had never heard like at this at this time. Anybody, only thing anybody's ever told me is like, dude, you fire. Like, this is dope. This is good. Like, everybody's you know, kind of gassing me at that time, uh, and so I never heard any real constructive criticism. Any, and not only that, he was like, I know how to, you know, get get you to sound better. I it, it wasn't just been, it wasn't just that, and it was over. It's like I can help you. And so he turned around again and said, yeah, you should intern here. I went through the intern process at uh, Unapologetic, which is one of the, the greatest things I've had ever done. Um, and that just really taught me about, like I said earlier, what it took to get where I, where I wanted to go. Uh, I, would, I knew I was dedicated. I knew what I wanted to do. I, I had an idea, but I didn't know exactly what it took and how dedicated you had to be, how disciplined you had to be. Uh, and working with those guys in the last... Wait, I think it's been six years now. I've learned an amazing amount of guys, more than I learned the first half of the year or so of doing this before. Um, and, it's, and it's been amazing too, just having a team of like my people around the bad kid, um, all phone pro, Kevin Anthony, Sarai, the women in the squad, unique, like, yeah, all of us, all of us are extremely dedicated to it. And we're doing some pretty amazing things. Like you said, we just collab with them. The Memphis Grizzlies, and that was on the clothing side of it. That was, and we, we performed too, so we had, we had a chance to mix and music too. But the bulk of that collaboration was uh, our clothing garments. Um, and so it's just amazing. It's amazing to, to link with guys like that, but also to stretch, um, to stretch myself to 
into other avenues and you know confidently be able to to expand you know what I do and what I can do. Um, but yeah, it's working with them. <laughs> And you were able to, yeah, you were able to like find your voice, your role, because, yeah. you know, you had the talent. It was just sort of the technical yeah. side of it that just needed to be honed then. And and now that you're, you know, obviously everybody grows, yeah. continues to grow and improve, I think, if you're good, you know, um, which I know you are. And uh, so tell me about like what you're up to now. Um, what are your, some of your main projects that you want to kind of get out there and, and um, that you're really excited about? Yeah, so right now, um, I'm working on a bunch of different things kind of at the same time. I think Unapologetic uh, went through kind of a reshaping after the pandemic. The pandemic and, and, a, and a myriad of other things kind of uh, derailed some of the plans that we had and some of the uh, trajectory that we had before 2020. And so now I think a lot of what we're doing is just kind of restructuring and getting back to some of the more simplistic things of what we did. So right now I'm just working on a ton of music uh, with our artists. Uh, I have uh, uh, a this is a little uh, uh, sneak peek, but I have uh, about a full album of the music done with Cameron Bent. We're gonna start to the mixing process on that pretty soon. Me and often have a ton of music we're working on. Me and Pro are getting back into it. Uh, recording stuff and um, also we're working on a project called Stentarius, uh, which is a project we do every year. It's a compilation project where the uh, Unapologetic Squad um, producers and artists, we link up with people outside of Unapologetic to collaborate and, uh, and make music or make art with them uh, as well. So we've been working on that pretty heavy lately. Um, and so I'm working on a lot of music with the artists uh, um, here in the city and I'm also branching out. I'm working with a few people in LA. Um, I've got a homie out there that I met through Alpha Name, my favorite color. who's amazing. He signed with the uh, Roster Record, which is uh Mac Miller's uh old imprint. And he's actually one of my village protocols before he passed. Uh, but yeah, I'm working kinda of branching out trying to uh, uh link up with people outside of the city, um, get, trying to get my name uh, popping in some other areas. Um and so yeah, I'm working on a lot of other people's music, but I think uh the latter half of this year, when I'm going to try to end, even into next year, I'm going to try to focus on doing more C major focused uh, stuff. I never wanted, it's it's weird. Um, I've been talking about it a lot more with my with my dad and um, my team as well. I never wanted to uh, to be, that's why I call myself an instrument more than an artist. I never wanted to be the forefront. I always wanted to be, I was, I, I was, I'm super okay with being producing credits um, and being in the background. I, I love that world. I love I, I want to be the artist. I definitely don't want to be on the song. I don't want to be in the video. I don't have any of that. I'm super content with just making the music and people not even knowing that I made it, but they enjoy it. I do. But that just doesn't exist in today's economy. Um, that producer is, that was, that was 09, that was 2010. He just, you know, be you know a producer and somebody the producers know you know the people that know know um, but you know the people in the club just listen to they don't they don't know who they didn't know who Jess Blaze was or um and but that like I said that doesn't exist somewhere and so I'm I'm not being forced but uh I'm I'm forcing myself to step out and do more C major focus to, to get to where I need to go 
Um, so out of necessity, I'm going to do that, but I'm going to do it my way. And I think we're going to enjoy it a lot more than, <laughs> than if I tried to play a game that I wasn't really interested in. Uh, and so, yeah, I've been thinking of my own project. Uh, I've been thinking of short film kind of videos that I'm you know, really into video games. Um, so I've been thinking of how to enter that world as well. Oh, yeah, video game scores. Yeah. That could be really yeah. cool. So video game music has been my life. Like, I just, I've, my, I, <laughs> I, I probably could have sent you a whole playlist of just my favorite video game composers and stuff. Um, <laughs> that's, I, well, that probably would have been great yeah, too. Been, maybe, maybe we can do another one where it's a. That's the theme. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, yeah, I got some stuff for that for sure. I have. That's my whole. When I'm in a party, driving. Uh, if you put it next to me, you probably gonna hear some old Super Mario, Super Metroid <laughs> theme. So, <laughs> more so than you hear uh, rap right now. It's kind of the point of it. Well, this is awesome. So let's. Uh, you know, part of. Uh, the end of every month, the last Monday of every month, I do the Sonic Tonic where I bring folks in and kind of co-DJ uh, with me. And so you brought some songs to today. And so I guess I'd, if you'd like to kind of introduce some of them and, and tell me why you why you chose them. We can start with East End. Um, but uh, East End is a song by Bo that uh, I produced. But this song is, is super special. I, I just posted it yesterday on my Instagram. This might be the most beautiful song that I've ever produced up until this point. Um, I, of course, growing every day. This song is so amazing. It's so pure, uh, the instruments and the, the vibe of it. And also, this song started started from me, but everybody in the Unapologetic just about touched the song. Uh, he didn't much better than the song. Um, Mad, while, while I was making, while we were recording the song, Ed came through. This is the old day to studio. And so our rooms were kind of adjacent to each other. Ed heard the song through the wall and like bust through the studio. Yo, what is this? And, and as, as we're recording, uh, he's like, no, nah, you need to do this. And, and so half of that song is, is just guitar and pro. And then the other half is like drums and head away. That, it was a moment like from, from that energy of hearing it, from programming, recording it, uh, Shekinah singing on there. Um, Aaron James is playing guitar on his own. He's, uh, he's like an indie folk guitar. This is old Daddy South Video Day. So everybody in the house had to play their part in, in, in this song coming out. It's crazy. Like, it, and Poe is just a great writer. He's a great performer, but he's, he, he writes stuff so, so well that he can you know, really dive into it. the biggest commodity won't you come bother me cause i really really need love maybe i just want a piece of feel like you got a hold on me smoke me out before you run on me hey when niggas in your business gotta be consistent i ain't trying to be low-key that's mine that's me i kill a nigga dead if he ever try to scheme on me on me why lie know what i mean Lay it all down when I pull up, we gon' see But I'll be there on the weekend We can skate to the east end Baby, come take a swim with me I'ma be on the deep end I'll be there on the weekend Long as we still speaking I'ma be like your best friend Call me when you need me I'll be there Oh, oh, oh. 
time is the biggest commodity Won't you come bother me? Cause I really, really need love Maybe I just want a piece of And I saw uh, what I tried to do, I tried not to make every song our stuff. I wanted to throw some other people's stuff in here too, but I definitely had to throw, you know, some some on a, on a podcast. So, yeah. um, but so brother saying this this song is to me and I I feel like if you can poll the whole city um as far as producers go, this might be one of the most impactful songs to come out in the last five to years um for the producer community. Um period. But especially in Memphis, Mother Saint to us by I Make Mad Beats um, is is a song of uh, an instrumental album uh, by Mad. It, uh, it if I can explain it, it, it it sounds like a movie. They, and all of Mad stuff to me, it sounds like a movie. Mad Mad makes beats. His name is I Make Mad Beats, and he makes millions of beats. Um, but his stuff is, are really moments. He makes moments. He makes movies. Like all of his beats transition very well. They have scenes. I can, I can. Every time he plays something, I can visually see what's happening in the music. Like I, and, and, and it and it tells a story. And he paints a picture so well. And Mother Saying is is one of the most brilliant examples of that. Him being from Orange now in Memphis and making something that sound like that is crazy. The strings, the drums. I can hear all of his influences, and it and it doesn't sound like anything I've ever heard in my life, let alone anything from Memphis. Um, and so that's kind of why I thought like one of the most important songs if for instrumental artist, producer, or uh, whatever. This this might be the most important uh, impactful song to come out of the city. Then we'll go to uh, to grief. All right, grief. So this is uh, this is uh, not none of our things. This is Aaron Sweatshirt, um, who um, at the time when I was growing up, I featured 
when I was in high school and college, our teachers was the biggest rap group in the world at the time. Um, they were, you know, doing all types of crazy stuff. Um, and at that time, I was a very religious kid. Um, and, and so the stuff that Tyler, the creator, was doing was a little bit too much for me at the time. Um, and so oddly enough, I love Tyler Creative music, but um, something in my you know, beliefs, beliefs or my spirit or whatever just would not allow me to get into it fully. And so I transitioned over to Earl Sweatshirt. And he wasn't as like crazy, <laughs> but I love his music too. Um, and so um, Earl ended up becoming my favorite. I still to the day my favorite. Like, Say you eatin' but we see you getting cooked, nigga I don't act hard, I'm a hard act to follow, nigga Like it or not, when it drop, Betty gotta listen Chasing dragons, trying to make it happen on a mission Step into the shadows, we can talk addiction When it's harmful, where you going? And a part of you that know it, don't give a fuck Pardon me for going into details 376 was a brothel, we had females coming every hour on the dot And this shit sound like a gavel when it knock Focus on my chat, ain't as frantic as my thoughts Lately I've been panicking a lot Feeling like I'm stranded in a mob Scrambling for Xanax out the canister to pop Never getting out of hand, steady handling my job Time damaging my ties who turn to get up, get dude, turn to dinner quick You circus niggas, you turning into tricks I was making waves, you was surfing in them Dealing with the stomach pain just from birthing nigga shit Cut the grass off the surface, pray the lawnmower blade Catch the back of a serpent nigga shit Bitch Good grief, I've been reaping what I sowed Nigga, I ain't been outside in a minute, I've been living what I wrote And all I see is snakes in the eyes of these niggas Mama taught me how to read them when I look Miss me at the precinct getting booked Fishy niggas stick to eating off of hooks Say you eating, but we see you getting cooked, nigga My fleeting thoughts on the leash For the moment, high as fuck I've been alone in my shit For the longest Sliding in the street Mama taught me how to not be like the bodies Lying in them pigs riding in them I'm a target so it's hard to even eye me in them If he ain't dying for me And I ain't rhyming with him It's no time for that Making sure my man wallet straight Like a collar when you iron that Thinking about my grandmama Find a bottle, I'ma wallow when I lie in that I just want my time and my mind intact When they both gone, you can't buy them back
is proud to sponsor WYXR and its mission of supporting Memphis's musical legacy and future. Train has been offering commercial HVAC and energy solutions in Memphis and the Mid-South area for over 60 years. More information at train.com. And you are tuned in to WYXR 91.7. And if you are just joining us, my name is Amy and this is Sonosphere. And this is the last Monday of the month where... Uh, I invite somebody to come on the show with me and we play some tunes and right now uh, C Major joined me um, and so we're hearing a little bit about uh, some of the songs he chose and why um, and we'll also hear, uh, we also heard a little bit about his journey through his career as um, a local hip-hop artist, musician, um, beat maker, all that. Um, So we heard uh, Earl Sweatshirt, we've heard I Make Mad Beats, we've heard Pro um, coming up, we're going to hear fellow unapologetic um, crew artist Offum, um, and among others, uh, like Life of Pierre from Pierre One, um, a few others. So stay tuned to Sonosphere right here on WYXR 91.7. Ballot by uh, Pierre One. Uh, so Ballot, this is, I had to throw this on there because this is one of my recent um, Vibes that I've been on. Pierre Bourne is a producer to connect, but he's actually an artist as well. He raps, he sings, he does his own music. Um, I didn't realize that until maybe a couple years ago. Um, but it's crazy when I realized he was an artist and I listened to his music. I I fell into a world that he had built. He had he's been making music for years, and over those years, he built his own world, and and that enticed me so much. Like I've been studying his sound, not not his beats, but really. His world, like when I listen to his music, he has like tags. He has a Yo Pierre tag. He also has different tags that like are constant throughout all his beats. He has themes that are constant throughout all his beats. So literally, when I listen to his albums, he has uh, album series called The Life of the Year, and he's on number five now. So from one through five, it's literally like seasons. Like I can tell, you know, what year there, what year he was in with this one. You can kind of hear where where he was in his life. Also. Those those recurring characters are still there. Um, those you know themes are still there, and so I, it's I was similar similar to listening to Mad's music. I can actually see, um, and, and it's and it, it reads like a season in a, in a television show. I love his music, but this song in particular is, is my favorite one. Yo, Pierre, you want to come out here? If this was, if this was, then I don't want. It. I don't want it, I'll ignore it, you adore it, waste of time, I can't afford it, what's more important, you sure gorgeous, worry about your ex, worry about your ex, you should be worried about what's next, yo Pierre, you wanna come out here? Worry about your ex, Worrying, got you stressed. Hurry, don't get left. Yo, Pierre, you wanna come out here? You overthink a lot. My feelings, you forgot. You forgot all the time. Pulling up to your spot. Just like an hour drive. I come to you a lot. I'm fucking you a lot. I'm loving you a lot. Watch how much time I got 
these thoughts wait, Flying out a lot wait, Selling box and top If this will love us what you're hearing wyxr is a listener supported station help keep the sound of memphis alive by donating at wyxr.org wyxr memphis uh let's do flowers so 
I got that one off in the head. Me and um, Alpha worked on an album during the pandemic. Um, we were working on songs during the pandemic. Uh, it ended up becoming an album called uh, I Hate Feelings, but I Still Be Effing With Them. It's a long title, and I don't know if you can press on here, but <laughs> it's a song. It's basically a love song album or an album about love through Alpha's uh, lens. This is my favorite album that I've ever worked on, my favorite project that I've ever worked on. But uh, Flowers is um, uh, a love song uh, story that often would, would best be able to share. Um, he's him going through some things in his love life, um, and he just spills it out on the track. He's singing um, throughout, throughout the whole song, which is different for Alpha. And, um, and then I love this song because I transitioned it directly into another song called Cracks. And I love the transition between us two, um, that they, they connected. I, like I said, I've been big in the video game. So it sounds like Mario going down the tunnel, um, going into like the, the coin chains, just jumping through the coins and stuff like that. And so I kind of built that little, I tried to build my own world. Um, so Flowers into Cracks is probably my favorite transition I've ever made. Um, Rebel Boy by Jugger. Um, Jugger is an uh, artist signed to Wonder Girl. Wonder Girl is an amazing producer. She did uh, most noted known for doing Antidote for Travis Scott. But this is her artist, um, and all of his stuff slaps. This I, I love this song for no other reason than it slaps. Like Wonder Girl's mixing and production on this is crazy. The kick drum. We we're studying we study this kick drum and reference this kick drum and mixes in the studio all the time. Like her kick just punches through everything. The bass is is everything is loud but not you know annoying. Every, his voice is crazy. Jugger does crazy things with his voice, but he's not on some screamo stuff. He's just like really intense. <laughs> This one is pretty self-explanatory. Kanye did a gospel album. Twenty-four uh, was was a super impactful song for me. Uh, as I'm, I'm not as but twenty-four really spoke to me. Uh, and a, and, a, and another dark time of my life. Through through all the you know crazy stuff that they you know, said and those to me, um, he does have moments. Gotta make it right for you left. Gotta make it right before you. Everybody wanna feel like everything gonna be right. New me over the old me. Let it out, let it all out. God, please let it all right. Make it right, let it feels right. Nothing else ever feels right. Nothing else ever feels right. Say it. 
Through Rika Nasty, who's one of my favorite um, rappers out right now, um, but she listed her favorite female artist, and um, Tia was on that list. And, uh, and this is the first song I heard from her. And this song is amazing to me. Tia is an amazing rapper, but she gets in her singing bag on this, and the pattern is like crazy. I love this beat, and she's like big in the anime, so it's like anime um, samples in the background. I think the first line is "Junk too much any," so I gotta piss it out. And that was just crazy to me. <laughs> like that's crazy. That's a crazy way to start a song. Um, and and that caught me off top. And I've been a fan of her ever since.
Yeah, I guess in closing, is there anything that you would like recommendations that you would make uh, or advice you would have for a young beat maker, male, female coming up that you would just, you know, want to give? Uh, yeah, my my biggest advice is to explore. Um, and and that can be in, in facets, uh, exploring your music. But also exploring, you know, reaching out, find different people to talk to, have conversations with. I think life experiences play a bigger role in creative experience, more a role than we like to give credit to. Um, living life feeds your creativity. Um, and if you're just in a role clicking away or making beats like I was, um, yeah, you're going to make some progress. But you, you do a lot better by living life, experiencing things, and funneling that into your music. And also meeting people uh, in any line of any anyone is the best thing you can do. A lot of people, and so exploration, I think, is the key to to creativity and more ways than that. That's ex- that's excellent because you never know who you're going to meet, who you're going to talk to at a you know part. You know, just putting yourself out there, um, at you know, in networking events or just talking with folks can be sometimes daunting for people you know um but if you go out and do it live your life like you said you never know who you're going to get to talk to or who might hear you or you know what idea it might spark so i think that's really cool uh, that was good. thank you for having me on